Today on the GYST podcast, we welcome back into the studio your favorite Glenn Rux and our newest member, Patrick Liam. We're going to hear all about their journey on the way to a healthier life. joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Shit. Together. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a great episode for you today. I am, well, we're going to announce three hosts today. Uh, I'm Rod Rohila. Glenn Rooks here. Patrick Liam. And that was Patrick Liam, who is the newest member of the GYST podcast. So you weren't scared off with the first episode. So welcome back, buddy. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> diving to, in. Happy to have you here. It's good to be here. Yeah. It's good to see you all. Well, I'm going to actually hand the mic over to Glenn Rux here to talk about the, the episode. Thank you. You really love me. Well... I'm I'm just going to speak for myself personally here. I've been on a up and down journey for years with my health, my weight especially. Uh, especially, you know, ever since I started working where I currently work, right? They used to uh, feed us quite well. Anyway, uh, I had gained a lot of weight, weight um, while working. I had gotten pretty lazy sitting down at a computer all day then sitting down when I get home trying to unwind my mind from all the stressful garbage that we go through in a day at work. I, I, I don't know, it definitely wasn't healthy. I had gone up six sizes in my pants since I started working there. That's not fun. I look at myself in the mirror and I just... Uh, it disgusts me to look at myself when I see pictures of myself, especially my driver's license. I think we all hate our driver's license photo, except for Rohit. He loves being photographed. Um, I think he just likes being at the DMV. Doesn't he? Yes. He likes sitting in line there waiting for the sloth. What was the sloth's name in Zootopia? That I don't remember, but I like lines because you can talk to people. Right. Well, there's that too. Yes. Um, it's a dangerous game at the DMV. <clears throat> I hate giving up three, four hours of my day at the DMV. Anyway, um, I just started looking at myself from the perspective of, is this really who I want to be? Do I want to just feel this crappy, this shitty all day? Because I would feel sore. I would feel tired. I had no energy. And um, it, it became hard for me to actually go out and do things. My back was always sore. My, my legs were starting to get tired and sore. I couldn't walk as much because my lower back would stiffen up. So um, I, I just got tired of being that sore. I wanted to be able to go out and do things. I made one small change. I went to see a chiropractor, and I went going to a, a chiropractor, I got to tell you, it was probably the biggest and most life-changing choice I made because it was it was like ah oh, man I've heard rumors you go to a chiropractor you'll never feel better they'll always have you going back to them right they they don't want to really cure you they want to keep you coming in no I went to a chiropractor that made my life so much better 
worked on my lower back. I was able to get up and move around a lot more often. Um, I didn't have a soreness that built up in my back when I'd walk. And I noticed after a few, I want to say maybe about a month and a half, a few sessions of going to the, the chiropractor, my lower back didn't bother me when I walked. And I always thought it was a back problem. It was a neck problem from sitting in front of a computer hunched over looking like this. For those of you who don't know, that means I'm putting my head forward and slumping my shoulders. Don't do that. Keep your shoulders square. Uh, and making that choice, I said, well, what, what else can I make that can help me get healthier? I could start with cutting out sodas you know, and, and energy drinks. I used to drink tons of Monsters. I used to drink tons of Coke, Mountain Dew, Dr. Pepper, whatever. Anything but Pepsi. I don't like Pepsi. That was the wrong one. <laughs> no, I, that's the one that I was looking for. Well, it kind of works because Pepsi logo song. Well, Pepsi itself is you know any any sugary soda out there. It just sits on you. It's harder for your body to di- digest. There's so many chemicals in it. So I said, you know what, I'm going to switch to zero sugar sh- uh, sodas for a bit and drink a little bit of water. Zero sugar sodas, I always thought they were just gross, but I, you know, the taste kind of grew on me. Then uh, I said, you know what, I can do without the sodas for a bit. Why don't I do maybe a soda a day and maybe 16 bottles of water? Start off small. 16 bottles of water is small? Well, they're the small bottles. They're the little, little life bottles. You Take go, one down, pass so, it around. So what would you say, like eight ounces? If even. Okay. It's it's really tiny, but like the little half bottle bottles, right? You see those in hotels all the time. Mm. Anyway, I started there small. I don't think I ever got to 16 a day. <laughs> but um, I started drinking more water, and then I bought myself a hydro flask, nice 64-ounce hydro flask. I fill that with a little bit of ice and a little bit of water each day, and I'd Started off just drinking one. Then I improved myself to drinking two. And now sodas are probably a once a week thing for me. And uh, water, it's three or four of these hydro flasks a day. It's massive. Hell, I'll even have one next to the bed at night. When I wake up and my mouth is dry, drink half a bottle, I'm good. (laughs) But yeah, uh, just doing that. I've noticed that, you know, I'm wearing pants today that I haven't worn since I started working at the company I'm working at. And that's been 10 years almost. So <laughs> 10 years. And I've, I'm finally able to fit into pants that I, I wore 10 years ago. Only going to get better. Well, thanks for introducing the episode. You're welcome. <laughs> Weren't you supposed to int- introduce the episode? Yeah, well, let's talk about health. All right. Yeah, so... Episodes <laughs> about health. That's your intro. Absolutely. And uh, so both Patrick and Glenn have been on their own journeys of kind of reinventing themselves physically. I think you just heard my journey. So there we go. Yeah. It was it was so good that you had to tell it in the beginning before the intro. 
Well, it's like the prequel. You'll find yeah. here, you know, we really quickly get into mouth diarrhea where we just keep talking and, and get through our story. <laughs> and it just doesn't stop. It keeps going. It's great. And so what about you, Patrick? What what are some of the uh, the changes that you've kind of gone through and experienced? Oh, boy, I've gone through a lot in the last two months. Um, mainly, so like Len said, he kind of had made, a, made an investment of sorts. You know, you went and you found a... Uh, a chiropractor and changed to kind of um, your health and stuff and, and your water and things like that. I've kind of done a similar investment. I picked up a uh, an Apple Watch and it's basically changed the game for me. And so what does the Apple Watch do for you? It turns exercising into gamification. Hmm. Gamifying so, everything does make things easier, oh, I gotta tell you. It does. It you know tells you things and shows you metrics. And I like data, so I'll analyze and look into things. And review, but um, no, I've I, I kind of woke up one day and just you know said, man, I want to be in the best health of my life when I'm 40. I'm I'm tired of kind of living like this. Um, I, I've never really been active throughout my entire life. I've been about this weight, you know, a little and gotten heavier over the pandemic, you know, for for pandemic-y reasons, um, and just started moving. I, I told myself, you know what, I'll just do 30 to 30 minutes a day. And I've done this several times with with some success, some failures. Uh, went out and you know worked out three days and took a took a break a day or two. Fell off that bike. Uh, went did a gym, did that for a bit. Slowly stopped doing it. And this has been the first time where it has been consecutive, long term. It's been two months straight of of some sort of active working out, whether it's running, walking. Um, I'm eating much better. I've cut out nearly everything I used to eat completely. Just just told cold turkey did so uh, so in in that topic what is what has been the hardest thing to give up um it really hasn't been hard at all that's what i don't understand about it nothing <clears throat> from a from a lifestyle change like i look at some of the things i used to eat and i'm disgusted by it i don't ever want to go back mm. uh, i'm not missing it and i found alternatives to some of the things i enjoy you know for for example amber helper one of my favorite meals of all time um, or rice, which is my absolute favorite item of food. I've looked at alternatives like cauliflower rice or um, making homemade version of the hamburger helper with a less sodium type thing. Game changer. Because I'm not really giving these things up. I'm just altering them in a way to where I'm still enjoying the same similar taste, but it's still better for you. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I'm with you on that. I mean, fast food was something that I would eat now. It was right across the street from us, right? Yeah. I mean, you had McDonald's there. You had Burger King. You had Wendy's. Midori, my favorite restaurant of all time. You had Panera, which I got to tell you, my favorite quote I heard the other day, Panera is the fast food for people who feel they're too good for fast food. And it, it is. It's still fast food, fast food. It's nasty. Not good for you. They say it is, but it's not. And uh, fast food was probably the hardest thing to give up and the easiest thing to give up because once I felt different you know after eating fast food you you do feel crappy after eating their food yeah tastes good but you feel crappy and once you feel how crappy you feel afterwards it, it and you feel the change the difference after you eat a healthy meal it is a no-brainer I used to go to bed full and I used to enjoy the feeling of being full and <clears throat> you know, the fun stomach issues that come after. Uh, but nowadays I, I don't, I, I go to bed and I feel uh, fulfilled 
not full, not uh, over bloated. It's, it's a satisfied feeling. It's very different than what I used to feel. And it's what I enjoy now. It's what I try to aim for. Yep. And, and uh, just to tag on to that, going to bed full, I mean, back in the day, I used to do gaming sessions where I would sit there and eat up until I go to bed. That's not healthy. Yeah. New rule, I don't eat after eight. Well, for, for me, it, and I, I guess it's a, it really depends on the person and, and their bed schedule, their sleep schedule. Like me, I try to be in bed by nine every night, so I make sure that I don't eat anything um, at least two hours before bedtime. So no food at seven, uh, seven o'clock, I cut myself off, no food. If I need to fill myself up on something, I fill up on water. Fills my stomach. I don't feel as hungry. I start I putting lemon in my water. Mm. I, I use, uh, sometimes I'll use like those uh, sugar-free flavorings mm. in the water. It's like I, I brought one with me tonight for, for uh, uh, raspberry tea. Yeah, Just, but it's been, it's been good. It's, uh, this is, it's been a fun transition or trend, fun process, um, right. transformation. It's the word I was looking for. Uh, I'm actually enjoying this. Uh, it's not work to me. Um, I get, I'm now at the point where if I don't go on an afternoon walk, uh, it just doesn't feel right. It feels wrong now. It's now part of my day-to-day self. I'm still working myself up to the walks, but I am walking more than I have been in a long time. Gamification. Dude, I was able to go, go with my sister and, and her adopted daughter to the zoo, and we walked around all day. Felt great. I didn't have that stiffness, you know. I was yeah. able, to, I was able to enjoy going, I, going out in public. I've experienced that stiffness. The way you described it before, it's not fun. No, it is the most painful. And, and I've been out with Rohit and Kyle, uh, Christmas shopping the Tacoma Mall. Oh yeah. And every so often, I would have to stop in my tracks and lean up against something because yeah. my lower back was just so stiff and sore, I could not move. Yeah, and I've and that's how I've kind of lived my life for the longest time, and and. <clears throat> I've never lived the active side. So for me, my kind of inspiration on all this or my thought process is do it. You know, you've, this is something that you haven't done. It's new, exciting. It's not like you've done this in high school and then you lost it and you're trying to recreate it. It's new and easier to kind of get to. Mm. What, what I like about what both of you said is it's an internal conversation that you had with yourself that kind of kickstarted it. It was looking into the mirror and, you know, using your words, uh, looking into the mirror and, and being disgusted by, by what you see. And what's, what's interesting is the more you shift your lifestyle as opposed to, you know, what, what can I do today? You're going to see those long-term results. And when you make it about, just this is how I'm rewriting who I am. This is this is what I do. And if I if I don't fall through with this, it just feels weird. Like like Patrick, you just mentioned when you don't go on your afternoon walk, it just something just feels off. And so the the question I have for you guys is it's an internal conversation that you had with yourself that you said enough is enough. Reflection of sorts. Walk us through that process. When did you realize, okay, enough's enough? So, so for me, I, I had a health issue. Um, kidney stone, you know, I've had it before. 
they're the worst thing ever. <laughs> when I first got them back, you know, a decade ago, I kind of had the same mental process. Like, yeah, I should probably get my shit together and start working out and getting healthy. You know, I never want to do that again. Fast forward to 10, you know, 10 years later, there I am again, you know, in the hospital and, you know, on my knees crying because the pain's so bad. And, and a few days after that, I started analyzing the habits that I had, you know, the last meal that I had before I started experiencing the pain. And I look back and I'm like, why? That's everything. You start adding up and you're looking at it and just analyzing and really just like a, like a camera almost just developing that mental image into your brain, scarring it there and realizing, Oh man, that is bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and applying that to all the other things it used to do, it, it like to disgust is kind of a powerful motivator in a way, but it's not all that. It's it's part of it to kind of get the ball rolling, and there's a little bit more to it. But it was then when I said, yeah, by the time I'm 40, I need to be in the best health of my life. Yeah, for me, it was just, I don't know, man. I was I was looking at old pictures, and I looked at my driver's license. It was literally looking at my driver's license photo going, oh, my God, that's a thumb. That's not a head. That's a thumb. People would just call me thumb man if I was ever a superhero. So no, no, I need to get something to do. I need to change something. I can't walk. Where? Why can't I walk anywhere? Well, my back is messed up. Okay, so how do I fix that? That's what I ask myself. How do I fix that so I can start walking more? I've got this nice new bike that I've barely ridden. <laughs> I, I announced it on the podcast yeah. when I bought the bike, and I think we were all going to go for a ride. We never did. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could have at the time anyway. Uh, but, yeah, I, I got my bike. I was looking at it going, you know, this is a great thing that I'll never ride if I don't do something. And uh, I said I need to get my back fixed. Okay, I'll go see a chiropractor, see what they can do for me. And they didn't touch my back. They worked on my neck. That's where the problem was. They showed me the, the x-rays. I was like, damn, I did this to myself. And it wasn't even the eating. It wasn't even the drinking. It was the way I was sitting at work. It can be a very small change that you make in your life, but it can have drastic effects. Snowball effect. Yeah. Yeah. I think the best decision to... You know that anyone can make to improve their lives and the life that they have built around them is just start with something simple. A quote out there: If you want to make a change in the world, start by making your bed. Okay, so I made a simple decision for myself. I use that quote to motivate myself. Well, okay, I can make my bed, but I usually do anyway. So what's next? What's the next simple? Thing. Okay, I'll go see a chiropractor. I have insurance for that. Cost me 25 bucks. Okay, it's worth it. I'll go see what they can do. And I haven't looked back since. My back, oh, I can't, I can't even describe it. I can walk for hours, feel no stiffness in my back. My legs, they don't cramp up on me. But I feel good. Very nice. So small, small changes. You don't have to make a drastic change to make the biggest impact in your life. One of the things that, that I talk about often, and this is a 
there's actually a, a dedicated portion of the, the seminar to this is people think that you need to make a grand declaration from, from here on out, I'm only doing this and nothing else and everything needs to be cold Turkey. <laughs> the, the thing is what, what got you here in the first place? It was small as, as Jim Rohn says, errors in judgment. What life comes down to is simple errors in judgment versus simple disciplines and just a little shift that you have to make. You don't have to make these grand declarations of I'm going to run a mile every single day. I'm going to eat 500 calories every day, whatever the case is. What got you here was smaller errors in judgment accumulated over time. But what I really like about what you two said that leads to long-term results is you are shifting that into small disciplines every day. You've said it uh, on one-on-one conversations I've had with both of you. And what's fascinating to me is both of you have said it wasn't really anything big. It, it doesn't feel like I really had to do anything outside of my norm. I just had to make a few little tweaks I'm still eating uh, the equivalent of a hamburger helper, but a, a version that I'm making, that I'm controlling, that I know what's going into it. I'm, I'm still drinking sodas, but I went from having maybe a few a day to one a day to one a week. And the habit of, oh, sorry, not habit, but, but the mindset that you had of non-sugary soda drinks taste gross eventually it, it flips. And now if you have a regular soda, it's like, wow, I didn't Way realize how sweet, sweet these oh are. Oh my God, man. Yeah. It's terrible how sweet they are. Um, and then it coats your throat. That's another thing that, you know, when you're drinking sodas, you on a regular basis, you don't notice it. But the moment you stop drinking sodas and you go back to drinking a soda after a while, you can feel that stuff coating your throat. You can feel it filling your your, your throat with that gummed up nastiness that makes you want to cough and hack and ugh, it's gross. I don't like it. Now, what, what about you, Patrick, as, as we uh, are starting to wrap up, what has this journey been like that previous journeys were not like? That, see, that's the hard thing to describe, but it, it's been good because it feels right this time before I wasn't really in the headspace. And so it was more like chores, but now this actually feels like me, if that makes sense. Like it's just, it, it's who I am now all of a sudden. And I could say one of my favorite changes is made is not necessarily the, the immediate health benefits because that's what I expected. The unexpected change from this is I've stopped using my inhaler for asthma. And that has been the surprising biggest win that I am so proud of. Because I used to do it like six times a day. Now I don't, I haven't taken it in over a month. And, and that's fantastic. I'm, I'm really, as, as someone, I mean, I've, I've known both of you for roughly about the same time. And as someone who, you know, I mean, what, what do we talk about today, Patrick? 15 years or so? Yeah, about 15. Some, something like yeah. that. You know, that's how long I've known you guys. And, and for someone who loves both of you to see this, it's, it's miraculous. The amount of, reinvention 
that both of you are doing on these characters that you play of Patrick Liam and, and Glenn Rux is, is fantastic. And I'm thrilled, looking forward to hearing more about your journey as we move forward with this podcast. Lots of fun things. Maybe I'll share some of my recipes. Mm. Well, Glenn, uh, how about I hand the mic back to you and uh, how about you close this out for us? Sure thing. Well, everyone, um, the biggest thing you can do for yourself is take care of your own body, right? Uh, healthy mind, healthy spirit, healthy body. Um, that'll just make your life easier no matter what you're going through. Um, you won't feel as terrible. You won't feel as tired. You won't feel as depressed. You know, I, I went through a small bout of depression over my weight. So I believe me, I can tell you firsthand, make small changes. It doesn't have to be something big, but make small changes in your life that are, that are designed to better your life. And you'll have a better, happier life moving forward. You'll eventually get to a place where you look back at yourself two, three, four, ten years ago, and you'll go, how? How did I ever live with myself then? I'm so much farther along and better off here because I made this one small choice. This one small change in my life. Look for those small changes, those, those small opportunities to make the right choice for your health. You'll be happy for it. Ladies and gentlemen, in, in closing, I just want to say, um, if you do want to speak to someone about your own journey, uh, feel free to reach out to us. Glenn at GYSTpodcast.com. Patrick at gystpodcast.com. We're, we're more than available. And, uh, you know, it, it helps to share this kind of stuff with someone. If you want to talk to them about their journey or your journey, that's what we're all here for. So with that, thank you very much for tuning into another episode of your favorite podcast, the GYST Podcast. Thanks everyone for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together. 